Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25. My pride is all I have. My pride is what you had, baby girl, I'm what you had. You be needing me, but too bad. Don't make decisions when you're mad. Fuck you, choose a brand of love. <laughs> I know you're independent, you can make it on your own. Here with me, you had a home. Oh, yeah. We are back. We're here. We got J-Lo in the house. She's not in the house. It's just me. We're fucking back, guys. Welcome to page seven, everybody. I'm Marcus Parks. This is Molly Neffel across from me. And in Los Angeles. Ah, Jackie Zabrowski. <laughs> we, man, we got technology up in this fucking piece. I don't understand it. And I'm worried I'm going to ruin it. No, it'll be fine, Jackie. Of course, you moved out to Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, So now we're going to be doing the same thing that uh, we've been doing with last podcast on the left for many years now. Uh, We're going to keep this shit going. Fuck yeah, yeah, man. The same thing that you guys have been doing for many years, Skyping in the Zabrowski. Oh, yeah. From the same weird little room. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird. Brother, sister, roommates. Uh, It's really working out great, guys. Don't you worry. But you know what? We sing all the time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and the great thing is, is that while you're recording we can look behind you and see where you sleep oh yeah isn't it great you could see my hovel where all my clothes are stashed as well <laughs> um i'm living almost like a mole person lives but with a fold-out mattress and let the record show that there's also a portrait of henry as the devil on the wall right above my bed so all of my smangs can stare at henry while they are inside of me <laughs> see that's the thing about when you you live with your brother, as I also do. You don't want to just live with them. You also want to have photographs of your family all about all the house. The place. <laughs> so you can wake up in the morning and say, hello, painting Henry, and then walk out of your bedroom and say, hello, real Henry. Yeah, I'm going to cut a hole in the, in the painting's mouth so I can just tongue it every morning like I used to do with Legolas. <laughs> My beautiful Legolas cut out. Although I have been, I don't know why. I know she's Jenny from the block. She's way more New York, but I've been obsessed with J-Lo. 
I've been really into I forgot into about that song. That song is so good. Dude, watch the music video. It is her and LL Cool J, who I didn't know. I didn't know that he was the one that was singing the hook. Is that what they call it? What do they call it? Which part is it? The the It's like, don't make decisions when you're mad. You know, it's like that kind of like undertone. Mm, that's not necessarily the hook. I think that's just backup vocals. Oh, okay. Maybe... Maybe the refrain. Maybe he's yeah. like a Greek chorus. Yeah, he's a Greek chorus. <laughs> that's sure. a, yeah, that's yeah. It's just yeah, it's very Oedipal. Uh, you gotta see all the hats in this music video. But man, LL Cool J <laughs> is so sexy. Still is sexy. Still looking good, baby. Is that song from 1997? It as soon as you sang it, I had like the emotional connection I have to all songs from 1997. No, 2002. You're kidding? Yeah. Wow. I think you just assume that every song with LL Cool J in it is going to be from 1997. <laughs> and that and every good pop song, I assume, is from 1997. I have to be more generous. There was a few other good years out there. Oh, yeah. And also, he wears a lot of Newsies hats in the video. He does. <laughs> very he does that all the time. Yeah, it's a very interesting choice. Um, actually, I, from an unknown source, I uh, uh, someone recently met uh, LL Cool J. He goes by his middle name, Todd. Well, only go, which, <laughs> hell, you can't be LL Cool J and then you start calling, you're going to go by Todd? <laughs> That's right. Now Jackie's in Hollywood. Oh, actually yeah. living in, literally living in Hollywood. Yes. So you're going to have all kinds of goss. Yeah, you're a person, you're a source. Oh, I'm getting all the fucking goss out here, guys. I'm feeling really good about it. But what is interesting about LL Cool J is that apparently to psych himself up, he uh, recites loudly the speech from Braveheart right before the king uh, kills his son's gay lover. <laughs> Wait, so not the no. the freedom speech? <laughs> nope. Too predictable. Wait, so which speech is that? Maybe I can brave heart gay lover I speech. Tried to, I tried to look it up. It's right before he throws him out the window. And uh, uh, my source was telling me that it was just so um, not apropos for the situation. <laughs> that is like, of course, you do the Mel Gibson up on the fucking horse speech right before they go into battle. Fine, but at the same time, it's like, what are you doing? You're not going into battle. You're gonna go make some jokes. So Man. it's the king's speech yeah. that the king gives. Yeah, that's the word on the street. He, uh, does, he does this in his bedroom, like, like as a like instead of listening to Beyonce, he does this to pump himself up. No, he yells it at the other people who's are, who are around him. But ah. apparently he's a very nice guy. Well, Cool J is? Yeah, which makes me happy. Man, I forgot how hot Ashanti was. Do you remember Ashanti? Who's yeah. Ashanti? She was another one of those J-Lo types. Mm. <laughs> At the time. <laughs> Do you remember my favorite thing about LL Cool J of recent trivia is that song that he did with Brad Paisley? Is that what who it is called? Accidental Racist. Whoa! Why? Do you guys remember Accidental Racist? No, <laughs> I remember people not liking it. It is not a popular song. <laughs> it is not popular. Yes, Brad Paisley. It's it's a Brad Paisley you know vehicle, and then LL Cool J makes a cameo about two thirds of the way through it. Brad Paisley is basically singing about how it's tough because he doesn't want to be seen as a racist, but it, I think the opening scene and opening verse involves somebody who's at Starbucks and wearing a Confederate flag shirt. Yeah, because he's a Skinnerd fan. That's right, uh. yes. And he's all like, don't judge me for being a Skinnerd fan. And then um, he 
does some other kind of allusions to the Civil War, and then LL Cool J appears and does a couple of verses about how it's we are all trying to not be racist, and it is it's tricky. <laughs> We're all being good, yeah. It's, there's lines like "just a proud rebel son with an old can of worms." Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a whole verse about Reconstruction. Oh my God! Why? Why? I get that. You know, Reconstruction was a bad deal. Yeah, you know, it was it, tough. Actually, Reconstruction did tend to, you know, really drive home some of the racial divides that we're still dealing with today. Andrew Johnson was one of the worst presidents we ever had. Uh, but <laughs> a Brad Paisley song. I don't know if that's the right place for it. That's no. the thing. I think these are issues we do need to reckon with as a nation, but I think the Brad Paisley LL Cool J dream team did not, unfortunately, was not what the nation needed to, to face our past. Although I got to say, I'd probably be tag teamed by that dream team. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Just saying. <laughs> so, guys, what's going on in Hollywood? <laughs> <laughs> Is that, are you shooting it to me? Are you shooting this to me over here? <laughs> I don't know. I've been staring at pictures of fucking Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet's goddamn wedding. Ah! Wait, they got... <laughs> Wait, they got married? Yeah, they got married. They when? made it official. <laughs> well, yeah, when? They got married uh, They got married a few weeks ago. They just made their first debut on the red carpet as a married couple. God, the way he looks at her. He looks at her like she's a beautiful steak. <laughs> I feel like I saw um, I saw whatever the movie is that Jason Momoa is. Is he Aquaman? Justice He's Aquaman. League. I saw, a, yeah, that's the one. I saw a preview for Justice League, and I did not think that it looked very good. Justice League is going to be fucking horrible, okay. like every other DC movie. Okay, that's yeah. good. I, that was how I felt, but I did see the preview for Black Panther, which looks fucking awesome. Black Panther is going to be fucking sweet because every Marvel movie is awesome. Yeah. Who's playing so, Black Panther? Uh, what is the actor's name? Um... Everybody in the ca- you should watch this trailer, Jackie. Everyone in it is beautiful. It's like ninety percent black actors, maybe more than that. Uh, when I was in the theater, I saw we saw the Star Wars trailer and everyone cheered, and then we saw the Black Panther trailer and everyone cheered even louder. Wow! <laughs> I had never seen anything like that. Is Man's this- name is Chaswick, Chadwick Boseman. Yes, that guy. Interesting. I forget what else he's from, but he's very ha- handsome, Jackie. You'll like him. Is this like Forrest Gump, Black Panther? What? Are we talking Forrest Gump? I'm not sure what that means. Yeah, I'm not sure what you mean. Remember Forrest Gump? Forrest Gump when he goes to the Black Panther meeting? Oh, I'm sorry I ruined your Black Panther meeting. No, this is Black Panther the superhero. Oh, I'm looking at pictures of him. Let's see how juicy is... Oh, you can't see his face. Oh, And also Michael, Michael B. Jordan is there too, Jackie, and Michael B. Jordan is very juicy. Hachi, machi. Yes, please. I'll take it. I'll take two. Oh, oh man. You got Mike- some Angela Bassett in there. Damn. Everyone in the trailer is gorgeous. Um, but also, if we're going to be fucking talking about this, I think that everyone understands how I feel ripped off because of the Lion King that is coming out because I think that they're stealing my idea for The Miz. Yeah, Hollywood I think they are. <laughs> has heard my idea and they are. It's repercussions that I am getting for giving out my ideas for free. So what's the deal with the new Lion King? Oh, you haven't heard about the new Lion King? No. Man, it's like a it's live yeah, action. Yeah, it's basically an all all black Lion King. It's live action? 
I think it's live action. I know that oh. Beyonce is playing Nala. You got James mm-hmm. Earl Jones in there, isn't there as uh, Mufasa, which, duh. Donald Glover is Simba. Mm. Can you imagine getting to play Simba to Beyonce's Nala? I mean, it's going to be, I'm going to watch the thick out of it. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> uh, well, there's also Seth Rogen and John Oliver, so it's not all black. Yeah, I think those are the two white guys. And then Billy Eichner, I think, is the third white yes. person. I would imagine Seth Rogen and John Oliver, I'm guessing Simone and Pumbaa. I, I believe that's Or true. Timon and Pumbaa. Timon I think Pumbaa. that's right. Yes. But also, I like that they're also bringing back. So James Earl Jones still Mufasa, but they also have Matthew Broderick, who's also playing adult Simba, which is when I was sexually attracted to adult Simba. So you know, we got that going on. <laughs> oh no! I tell you about John Oliver is Zazu, and uh, Seth Rogen is Pumbaa. Yeah, well, and Billy Eichner is uh, t- Timon. Uh-huh. Oh wait, no, am yeah. I lying? I'm looking at the white one. This is the white one. I'm lying. I'm looking yeah. at the goddamn white one. Yeah, I well, don't. I don't think Matthew Broderick is allowed to this one. No, yeah, he's Donald not Glover this. is adult Simba. Adult Simba. J.D. McCrary, who does not have his own Wikipedia page, is young Simba. Maybe he's a breakout. Uh, could be. Yeah, I think it's a great idea, but I am with you, Jackie. I think that we need to. This means we need to make the Miz faster than ever because it, that's <laughs> that's the best idea. It's the best idea I've ever heard. God, I'm worried. You. Got to pump it out. <laughs> the problem is we got to shop this to a different producer because I think that people will take it the wrong way if I'm shopping this out here in Hollywood. But I got big ideas. It's a great idea. Thank you. You're going to have to wait a little while, though, because the Les Mis remake was only, what, two years ago? Three? Yeah, something like that. I think it was longer than that, but, yeah, I'm going to have to give it some time because, you know, you can't all be Hugh Jackman as Jean Valjean. And I still don't know exactly who's going to play Jean Valjean yet, but I'll figure that out. Maybe a little Cool J. <laughs> <laughs> but really, like, there is such a, you know, I mean, I feel like there's such a market for, like, you know, all black casts or black reimaginings of, of existing stories, and Les Mis would lend itself so well to that. It really is, like, like I actually think that this is the greatest idea I've ever heard. John Favreau is directing this? What? Co- co-producing. Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> hey, John Favreau's fine. He's, He's okay. fine. He's fine. Yeah, but I don't know. What, what was that one? It's like, chef. Oh, it is, dire- it is directed and co-produced by John Favreau. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. What an interesting choice. Yeah. I mean, right. He's fine. It's just he's not necessarily the first person I would think of to direct all Black Lion King. You know, it'll be interesting. And I'm going to watch the fuck out of it. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be really good. I'm down for it. Perfect. Guys, can we please talk about Riverdale? God, yes! (laughs) I'm so excited to talk about Riverdale. I'm really upset that I finished season one. I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. You can watch. Season two is available on Google Play. I've been watching it. I'm all caught up to Riverdale on season two. Apparently, season two is going to be 24 episodes. And let me tell you, season two is dumb as fuck. Really? Oh, no, but dumb in an amazing way. Okay, good. Okay, yeah. great. Not like not like Friday Night Lights season two. No, no. Well, kind of, actually kind of, <laughs> sort of dumb like Friday Night Lights season two. But it's... It's pretty stupid. Like, I don't know. I can give you a little bit of a spoiler, kind of sort of a spoiler. They introduce it in the first episode. Oh, yeah. Riverdale has a serial killer. 
All right. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll do it. I can't believe you didn't bring up Marcus Swales. And Betty's Swales. the only one that can figure out who it is. I mean, that's, yeah, because you got to top it from season one. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm with it. Yeah, you can't just go with one murder with Jason Blossom. And oh, my God, the murder of Jason Blossom. I mean, we can't, of course, we can't spoil who killed Jason Blossom of here. Because, you know, we really want people to go watch Riverdale. Uh, but, man, watching those 25-year-olds fuck is <laughs> pretty awesome. It is amazing. I can't, honestly, of all the things I've tried to get both of you into at the same time, I can't believe Riverdale was the one that did it. <laughs> I really can't believe it. I'm so proud of myself of giving you guys the gift of Riverdale, and I think everyone else should be watching Riverdale. I am not caught up with the season yet because, yeah, I got to, like, buy the episodes or whatever because I got to figure that out. And I will figure it out because I'm going to start doing everyone keeps telling me about that sling that everyone loves. I'm, I'm watching using sling now. Sling. What is that, do you know? Is that an app? Yeah, it's an app where you can get that because, like, you with all your cables. Now I can get my cables too. I get all the cables. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay. So I think we really need to just like break it down, slumber party style here. Who do we all want to fuck the most? Veronica. <laughs> uh, Jughead, please. Are you fucking kidding me? Do you know who Jughead is? Yeah. Like, you know, who he used to be when he was a child? Yeah. It's the little boy from Big Daddy. No. Yeah. No. Yep. Yes. What? Yep. <laughs> no. And now you're not going to be able to unsee it. Now, when I found that out, now all I see is that little shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but also, Molly, he was from The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. I don't know if you ever... Wait. W- uh, yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Aren't the guy... Isn't the... Are, oh, yeah. The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, same thing, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you know what? <laughs> that boy grew up deliciously. Good Lord, his face, everything about Oh, his brooding looks. I just want to... God, I want to rip him apart with my bare hands. <laughs> he's such a weird-looking dude, though. He's got he's got kind of a like he's got a little bit of a rodent rodenty thing going on. Ouch. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I'm just I'm just I'm just fucking saying facts here. Isn't it nice that I'm attracted to someone that's unique? Although not unique because he is an identical twin. But you know what I mean. That makes me feel so weird because I also was feeling attracted to Jughead. And I, those Sweet Life of Zack and Cody boys, they were, I mean, they're grown now. But that's weird. They were Mm -hmm. children when we were adults. And the fact that they are now adults is good. I mean, you know, we're, we're attracted to the adult versions of them. But that just makes me feel weird. Yeah. As far as the ladies go. I mean, Veronica's obviously the she's, hottest. You're number yes. one. She's obviously my number one. Betty's pretty great. Yeah. But And Cheryl Blossom is, like, I mean, she's hot in like a porn star type of way. Yes. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, you, yeah, Cheryl Blossom, she's hot. Redhead's great and everything. But uh, Veronica takes the number one spot by far. You know who I'm very attracted to is Valerie. Valerie's pretty great, too. She's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. All the pussycat dolls. Yeah, yeah I mean, that no, is, not, wow. Not pussycat dolls, just pussycat. Josie and the pussycats? Jody and the pussycats? There's always one more. There's always room for another kitty in my litter box. <laughs> that is so <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> that is an actual line from the show. <laughs> and, and I also will say that I... Surprisingly, you'd think I'd be more for Jughead because that's in my life. I go for that type of person. But I want to fuck Archie. I mean, Archie's a good dude. Yeah. Yeah. 
He's doing it for me. He's such a doofus. Like, I go back and forth between being like, you're an idiot, Archie, <laughs> and then really wanting to fuck him. The Archie's, b- like, uh, Archie's like Riggins without all the baggage. Yeah. No way. <laughs> Riggins is Riggins. He is just, he's a bad, bad piece of man sack of meat. No, I like Archie. Archie on paper, yeah, sure. I love a ginger. But my problem is, is that number one, not a real ginger. Get a real nope. ginger. Number two, he's from New Zealand. Yep. What? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are blowing my mind with this Archie <laughs> trivia. I know. I know. Oh, I looked a lot into it. He is a perfectly chiseled body. And also just, I mean, yes, he's really, really fucking hot. But it's just, you know what it was? It's the music, dude. Really turned me off. Yeah, the music is annoying. It's pretty bad. Yeah, they definitely, they let go of that completely in season two. Great, because it feels like such an add-on. It feels like the most devicey of devices. They're just like, oh, also he likes music. Like, they don't even say what he likes. Does he like guitar playing? Does he like song? It's just like, he likes, that's his thing, music. It's different from his dad. Well, it does have some foundation in the Archie uh, canon because, of course, the Archies. The Archies was Archie's band. They're the ones that sang Sugar Sugar, oh. uh, which they gave to Josie and the Pussycats in season one. So they did a great job with it, but that is actually an Archie's song. Okay. But also, Skeet Ulrich, come on. Bad daddy alerts going off every time I see him. (laughs) Such a bad, bad daddy. Oh, he's a bad daddy. (laughs) Wait, Jackie, do you want to fuck Skeet Ulrich? Yeah. Did you want to fuck him in the craft or in Scream? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't? You didn't want to fuck him in those movies? I've always had a very confused relationship with my sexuality's relationship with Skeet Ulrich's sexuality. I think that I was attracted to him, but he was so scary. I think that it was a little bit titillating, but it, but also kind of terrifying because in the craft and in Scream, he's such a fucking creep, you know, but also uh, like creepily, creepily handsome. Yeah, well, in Riverdale, he's just trying to do the best he can for his son, okay? He's struggling with a lot. He's struggling with a lot. I mean, he's been a Southside Serpent his entire life. You can't just turn that around in a day. You can't break free from those tentacles. I actually find him to be a pretty compelling character on Riverdale, unlike... I'm sorry, but Luke Perry is unwatchable. <laughs> he's not unwatchable. He's just Luke Perry. He's just Luke he's Perry. He's just one note. Like, you see him maybe change the modulation of his voice <laughs> once in the entire first season. My, my main problem, I'm, and this is a terrible thing to say, what happened to Molly Ringwald? Yeah, yeah, we're going to, yeah, we kind of have to address that one right there. She's got a bit of a corpsey vibe going on. What (laughs) happened to her? Uh, I feel like it's like the Angelica Houston plastic surgery syndrome where her face is starting to slide off of her body. That's kind of what it feels like because it's not normal aging. If it was normal aging, that'd be one thing. But it seems like she started doing plastic surgery and then decided that she didn't like doing it anymore. So she stopped doing plastic surgery. So it's like aging on top of plastic surgery. I think that's what happens. I think when you have a lot of plastic surgery and you stop doing it and your body ages naturally, I think that's what gives it that like slide look, that rock slide. Man, you guys yeah. wait. Next by next week, you're gonna be watching me in this Skype thing, and my face is gonna be completely unmoving. I'm gonna start getting Botox, guys. <laughs> I'm ready for it. I'm starting it now, and I'm gonna do it forever because I'll never have a Molly Ringwald face. Yeah, she kind of looks like she's 
frozen in time. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, she doesn't have any real facial expressions. She's mm-hmm. she's definitely got Botox face. It's kind of, uh, it is it is upsetting, too, but also she's not acting at all. It's just like I feel like I'm watching a popsicle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it is, it's weird that I find myself, of, like, the adults, and especially, like, the adults from the 90s brought back, like, I find myself rooting for Skeet Ulrich the most. Well, they're bringing back all the teen adults, you know? Uh-huh. Like, and they're, like, they're bringing back all the teen stars of the 90s as the adults now, which I think is kind of, it's a cool thing. It's yeah. Fun. It's fun. It's yeah. just it's just a fun, stupid show. It doesn't have anything to say. It <laughs> yeah, does, nothing to say. <laughs> it has nothing to say. It's not, like, it's not socially conscious like Friday Night Lights was, and Friday Night Lights was great at it, like, doing a teen drama, but it still had, like, some social commentary. There is none of that in Riverdale and when they try to do it it's a little embarrassing just a tiny bit but they also don't push it at all like they don't really push it like they might skate around it a little bit but they don't actually say anything yeah and that's fantastic yeah the one one thing that I really didn't like at the beginning was the adult child fucking with the teacher I was like this is actually not sexy and should not be portrayed like it's sexy but then they actually dealt with it fairly well by being like Teachers shouldn't fuck kids. And then they just ended it, and I was okay with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shelly Johnson comes in and says, no. Yeah. Madkin Amik from Twin Peaks plays Betty's mom. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I also enjoyed. That's the best part, though. All the coloring is very Twin Peaks-y in as well. I, I mean, it's got a, you know, it's got a twinge of it in there. It definitely has a Twin Peaks vibe to it. Because, see, I love a good small-town murder story. Uh-huh. Like, small-town murder stories are the fucking best because they get blown up and the whole community gets involved in it. It's fantastic. I think that might be my new favorite genre. I think I, I want you to make, like, a list. Small-town murder list stories? Small-town murder stories. All right, you can start out with Devil's Knot. This is that's uh, based on the West Memphis 3. Story. Uh-huh. Uh, it's got Reese Witherspoon as the mother of one of the victims. That's just start out there and go from there. Hell yeah. yeah. It's a super, it's a fucking great movie. It's based on the book of the same name. Hell yeah. I will watch it. Guys, who's the sexiest? We all knew it. I always knew it was going to be Blake Shelton, world sexiest people's sexiest man alive, guys. Really? My favorite tweet about this was a tweet that said, uh, it was retweeting the, the link that said, Blake Shelton is the sexiest man alive, and the comment was, did everyone else die? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Because <laughs> he is the plainest man who ever planned. I don't get it at all. Hey, 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 hey. He's pretty sexy. Do you know he's 6'5"? He's not doing it. His face is so unremarkable. He's just some guy. Hey, he's not just some guy. He is Gwen Stefani's boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Who cheats on her constantly, by the way. Uh, He's got a chiseled chiseled face. It's like, he looks like he could be like a guess who character. Like, he's just like a <laughs> random man. Just like, like a, if you need a man, like a stock photograph of like, man, that's what he looks like. I always imagine him to be a little chubbier than he actually is. I think like, I might have that issue yeah, as well. Yeah, when I, when I like check out, a, I'm going to show Molly a, a picture of the guy. Like, he's a little more chiseled than you expect him to be. Yeah, he's slightly chiseled. Like on that, that, that cover, the magazine cover isn't doing him any favors. He looks too plain. He doesn't yeah. look very good on the magazine cover. I, de- I definitely agree with that. But, man, I can just show you 25 pictures where, <laughs> yeah. 
I'll take it. But so, so, Molly, so who would you put? Who is who would be your choice? I mean, that's a good question. I don't know who it's who's already been on it, um, like of recent years. But if Idris Elba hasn't been on it, he would be Ooh. the obvious number one choice. Well, The Rock was last year. I'll support that. I, I support that. that. <laughs> Even though I personally am not attracted to The Rock, but I absolutely understand everyone who is. Yep. <laughs> rock was last year. Then it was Adam Levine. Yuck. The year before that. Yuck. Yeah, yuck. Uh, then you had Johnny Depp. That was a little surprising. Not at Still. that time. Yeah, yeah, no, maybe 20 years ago, but no, not. not well, that was Johnny Depp 2009. Mm, I don't know. Nah. Ah, nope. Nah. Nope. You got your Hugh Jackman? Yes. All right. You got that? All right. Cool. Matt Damon? No. 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 Okay. <laughs> Strike him from the list. George Clooney? Yes. Wait, 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 wait. Jackie Wright? Yes. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Matthew McConaughey? Yes. Mm, yeah. yeah. I, I know I can't say no <laughs> on the show. Yes! <laughs> And starts getting a, like a little bit of the back 2004 Jude Law. Mm. Mm. Whatever happened to him? I uh, I think he was very I think he's very difficult to work with. Uh-huh. So I think he kind of went by the wayside. side. Uh-huh. I never understood why anyone had anything any feelings towards Jude Law whatsoever. Yeah, he looks like a little bit like a like a teen boy. He, he's got a I don't know like a Ken doll look about him. He looks like um like a I've, he reminds me of like Elijah Wood, yeah. You know, but not in a good way. He's a handsome British man. Yeah, he looks very British. It depends on if you like Brit men or not. That's true. But at least Elijah Wood has got like the whole weird side of him. You know, like him doing all the other shit, like Wilfred and all that. So, like he's got like a he's also a fucking weirdo, which makes him unique in some way, shape, or form. Jude Law, I feel like you could put him in a bag and throw him in the river, and no one would be more of the wiser. <laughs> he was awesome in I Heart Huckabees. Jude Law. Jude Law was, yeah, yeah, as a, like an ad exec who like slowly lost his mind throughout the entire movie, but like not necessarily like lost his mind, but like lost his sense of identity and who he was uh, as far as like a rich man goes. Like he's that I Heart Huckabees. I think is a very underrated movie. It kind of fell to the wayside, uh, but yeah, it's fucking great. It's got a lot of people in it. It's very weird and trippy. It's a P.T. Anderson movie. Speaking of Lord of the Rings. Um, we haven't, I don't think, unless I'm wrong, I don't think we've talked about Stranger Things 2. Mm. I've only seen the first episode. Okay, all right, so we cannot talk about it. Yeah, I haven't do- I haven't dove in just yet. I hear okay. very mixed reviews, though. The first episode is, uh, it's a, I wanted to watch more. Like, I, I definitely wanted to watch more, but it doesn't give you the same feeling that the first episode of the first season game. Yeah, I would say I enjoyed it a ton and had a great time, and I also think that many of the mixed reviews are, like, uh, warranted. Yeah. But I also enjoyed the fuck out of it. Yeah. Yeah, it looks fun. Yeah. It seems fun. You know, the kid without the teeth got teeth, and that's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, that's fun. He's very funny <laughs> in yeah. the first episode. <laughs> so there's a lot of fun. There's a yeah. lot of fun. I follow all those kids on Instagram, and their lives are so fun. They just like each other's videos on Instagram, post 
selfies together, post like whatever little press junkets they've gone on, and I continue to be very worried about their mental health, but they look like they're having a lot of fun. Bobby Millie Brown, most of all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real worried about that kid. Yeah. Man, a kid needs a, she, she needs some guidance besides just her parents. Well, and she needs to be protected from the terrible, gross people being like, she's all grown up. Ugh. Ugh. She's 13. Yeah, people are all like, she's grown up. No, she's 13. You know who she needs? She needs Jackie. She does need Jackie to be her friend. I will show her the way. Let her (laughs) come. I've got my boy inspector shirt on right now, but, you know, I will, you know, I'm going to wear this out. And we're like, all right, let's go trolling, not for D, but for fun times. (laughs) Yeah, you need to just teach her how um, how to combat creeps, you know, men who come towards her. And maybe you guys could take, like, a fun, like, you could take her to, like, a fun self-defense class or something, you I know? And then she could really just destroy some some men. Mm-hmm. And you go with her to every meeting. Do not let her go behind a closed door. Not once. Yeah. Maybe to go to the bathroom. But that's it. Not even. No, I'm going to be there. <laughs> Making sure that she's not doing drugs, that she's not trying to get bent over a goddamn sink. I know what happens in bathrooms. I've been in bathrooms before. That's what happens. Kind of- <laughs> you got to stay out of the bathroom, Jackie. Yeah, Jackie, sounds like you're choosing the wrong bathroom here. Oh, my God. What happens to me in the bathroom? <laughs> I don't know if this actually happens to you. I think you're having a very rich fantasy life. <laughs> Isn't it nice to dream, though? I guess it is. I uh, I recently saw some. I I wanted to watch this on Netflix just because uh, Bella Thorne is in it. The Babysitter's. Did you see this? Have you seen this, Marcus? It's like a Netflix movie that just came out, and actually it was a lot of fun. It's like a bunch of hot girls in it, and and they're uh, into sacrificial killing. Oh. But Bella Thorne is actually perfect in it. She's, I, 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 because I was like, all right, I know that she was like a Disney actress. I was like, let me see what this bitch could do. She was, (laughs) she was an, an empty vessel cheerleader, but absolutely perfect at it. At the risk of sounding like a big dummy, why does everyone have such strong feelings about Bella Thorne? Everyone, she's like a J-Law in the sense that everyone seems to just really um, have a lot of, like, they either love her or they hate her. Mm, I don't know. I, that, uh, Bella Thorne, is, uh, she's beyond, she's 20. She's way beyond our uh, understanding. <laughs> <laughs> our ability to care. Yeah. I think social media-wise, she likes to be very, what is it, derisive? Is that the word? Like, derisive. Derisive? Uh, that, <laughs> that she, she's a very like polarizing individual of, of how she dresses and what she does, and she's a very eccentric character, but she's also really hot and was a Disney girl. girl. So, you know, people have a lot of, of hatred towards her because of her, I guess, young celebrity status. But she also does, she's also, what are, what are they called, thirst traps? Uh-huh. What's to a my- thirst trap? It's like when you post, like, a real sexy picture of yourself, and you're uh, like, oh. Look at me, just look this way. Yeah. Like, what's a good thirst trap caption, Jackie? Uh, I think it's just, like, a bunch of eggplants and then a bunch of, like, squirts emoticons. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's about what they do, I'm assuming. Molly, yeah, I think that's right. Have mm-hmm. you been watching the commercials on HGTV for the new flipper flop Fort Worth? I have. <laughs> oh you my <like> <laughs> god. 
<laughs> you like the family? It it's it is a hotter version of Chip and JoJo. Have you wa- Have you seen them? I have seen them. To be honest, I hadn't. I I, I, uh, I this is gonna sound like such a boring woman thing to say, but I don't know their personalities yet. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't really feel like I can be attracted to them fully. Um, the man is definitely very handsome, and she's beautiful. She, she, they I, they are. I haven't. I just hadn't. I haven't really grown attached to them yet because I haven't watched because I'm like, for worth. The guy's name is Andy Williams. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so that's a that's a check in his favor. <laughs> I just feel, I, they're just, I'm just going to fucking stare at them the entire time. What are you talking about? Oh, my God, they're so strong. And in the commercials, <laughs> they're just tearing things apart together, and I just want to, Wow. I can't Ron, wait to they're watch both it. Vets. They met in a gym while they were both serving tours in Baghdad. Yeah, that I like. That's in the commercial. They're like, we are military veterans flipping houses. I'm like, <laughs> okay. And I like them a lot better than the other offshoot of Flip or Flop, which is Flip or Flop Atlanta, which has a very boring Italian couple named oh. Ken and Anita Corsini. Okay, yeah, I get it here. Yeah, she said about him, he was really muscular. For that particular work, he had to be in peak condition. So that was definitely the first thing you noticed. (laughs) And then he said, Ashley had a beautiful smile and a curious look. For a moment, I forgot I was in Baghdad. (laughs) I love him! Oh my God, imagine the sexual tension between them on this show. Oh, I can't wait. I want that story. I want the story of them falling in love in Baghdad, not them flipping houses in Fort Worth. Imagine all the Baghdad stories we're going to be able to hear on the show. I imagine it's going to be like, well, this one time when I was in the desert in Baghdad. And I think it's going to be a lot of those setups for a lot of stories. It definitely makes them a hundred times more interesting than Tarek and that bitch and <laughs> um and the other people have you ever watched the Atlanta one with that boring Italian couple Jackie no they didn't pique my sexual interest enough yeah they're boring <laughs> they're not attractive they're boring don't even worry about it I won't oh they're already starting the Iraq stories a close call with an IED in Iraq in 2005 would have cost me my life real estate was my rally point <laughs> an eventual safe haven for oh, my family God. <laughs> Inspirational real estate because <laughs> of the war. That is an interesting man. Interesting. I think Chip and JoJo are gonna have to. Actually, no. Chip and JoJo will probably always be my number one, but they're my new side pieces for sure. Did you <laughs> Did you see Chip and JoJo's Target commercial? I did. It's so cute. I got to get my ass to a Target. Molly, have you been there yet? Has everyone seen that they finally released their Target line brand of home collections? And I can't wait to buy all of them. Henry's going to love having it in the house, I'll tell you. <laughs> I've, I've, I have not been to the Target yet, but I've seen... Like, honestly, having seen the commercials, I was like, this looks like garbage. It's like a decorative fucking elephant-shaped lamp. And, like, not even a lamp, just some shit you put at the end of your couch, just like a decorative lump, you know? Weird. Yeah, it's just, it's all decorative. It's not functional, which is interesting, because that's not really Joanna's style. A lot of hers is form and function, but all the Target stuff is just like, here's a ceramic vase (laughs) with Joanna Gaines's name on it. I need it. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> Ashley and Andy, they're fucking they're tripling down. When going on a quote-unquote recon mission with Andy looking for new properties, Ashley likes to plan ahead. Snacks and bug spray, she says. You never know what you'll have to go be walking through. So bug spray is a must. Wow. I love them! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, think of their sex together. Can you imagine how strong they both are? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. probably good. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, props, props <laughs> to how they have figured out how to market themselves um, with this like very salacious narrative about real estate. It's very, <laughs> very spicy. That's what it's the tagline should be. Real people. estate has never been sexier <laughs> <laughs> or more dangerous. <laughs> oh my god! Right, it's time for the list. Who's on the list? Who's on the list? Okay, you guys are going to have to practice that. We're We're on different sides of the country now. There's a bit of a delay. So we'll have to maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll come up with a song where, like, you'll say, but Molly will say who's on the list, and Jackie say you got to have that list. Let's try that. Who's on the list? Got to have that list. (laughs) Yeah, we can do a duet. We'll figure it out. Today, yeah, yeah. today is the day I realize how often we sing together on the show. <laughs> I know. Yeah, how am I going to get to sing along with Jackie anymore? I love singing along with Jackie. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We figure figured out. everything else out. We'll figure this out. List this week is celebrities who have been in motorcycle accidents. <laughs> Ooh, sexy. Sexy, sexy motorcycle accident. Anyone on a motorcycle is immediately sexy, including fucking what's his name from center stage? Eric Stoltz. <laughs> from ER? <laughs> no, Eric Stoltz was in a, what, secretary? Was it like a black guy, right? No, Eric Stoltz. Uh, remember Pulp Fiction, the drug dealer? Oh. That's Eric Stoltz. Oh. Right ginger guy. No, Molly, he was also the teacher in Little Women, Christian Bale's Little Women. Okay, I don't know who I'm thinking of. Yeah, I got no idea either. <laughs> um, I disagree with you about the motorcycles, though, Jackie. There's a lot of old weirdos on hogs that I do not think are sexy. <laughs> You're from Florida. You should know this. Oh, they used to be sexy, though. I don't know why, but old weirdo on a hog. <laughs> <laughs> sounds just fucking gross as shit. Yeah, I yeah. hope it's evocative of the person <laughs> I'm thinking of. No, it just reminds me of like a skinny old man trying to ride a pig around the yard. <laughs> you get on over here. You get on between my thighs. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger got into a bad car or a motorcycle accident in 2006. Needed 15 stitches. He collided into a car that was backing out of a parking lot. All right, that's definitely an example of not being hot on a motorcycle. You're right, immediately. Yep. And his son was in the sidecar. Oh. Yeah, who got minor injuries. You know he's 69? I don't know. 15 stitches actually sounds pretty minor for a motorcycle accident. I usually think of people getting their heads flown off. I got a worse one for you. Keanu Reeves lost his spleen in a motorcycle accident <laughs> in 1988. You don't need a spleen, though, right? Apparently not. I don't Interesting. Think you do. Really? I think it's on the list of surplus organs appendix, spleen. I just, I want somebody to come in here, round up all the things I don't need inside of me, take them away. I don't need the pounds. 
<laughs> uh, how much does a spleen weigh? I'm guessing about an ounce and a half. Get it out of me. I recently dropped an ounce and a half after getting my spleen removed. I'm so proud of you, girl. You get that. You get that, Weight Watchers. Six ounces. Six that's ounces. How, that's how much a spleen weighs. So you can get rid of six ounces immediately. You do have a higher risk for an infection, though. Hey, you know, in this day and age, you're going to get up in there. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Neeson crashed his motorcycle into a deer in upstate New York. Broke his pelvis. Whoa, that's got a base shit house, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like nature is not generous to the Liam Neeson family. <laughs> oh, it really isn't. Oh. Right? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, she was skiing, his wife. Yeah, but it was a tree, wasn't it? Yeah, she... She went head first into a tree. That is right. Same way Sonny Bono died. Yeah. Trees, man. Trees and deers. When I was a kid and I would hear about deer accidents because mm-hmm. there was a fucking ton of them in Iowa, I was always like, why don't people just run over the deer? And I didn't realize that a deer is like a wall, you know? Yeah. No, my parents got into an accident with a deer just a couple of weeks ago and it almost totaled their truck. Really? Yeah, really fucked it up. They wouldn't have had that grill guard and that thing exploded. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think everybody should just stop skiing. I think skiing should be over with. Can we stop skiing? It's, it seems like it's a very, very scary sport. I've never done it before, and you know what? I think I'm going to try to go the rest of my life without ever <laughs> snow skiing. I skied um, when I was younger, which sounds like so... It's impossible to say without sounding pretentious. It's I like, always skied when I was a younger <laughs> while. It's like, like you can't just be like, oh, I rode horses when I was younger. <laughs> but I went skiing when I was younger, and I thought it was super fun. But definitely just dangerous as hell. Like, um, and I guess a lot of sports are dangerous, but but yes, I think that I need to go the rest of my life without skiing. Steven Tyler got into a bad motorcycle accident in 1980, and it is believed to have encouraged his dangerous drug habit. Mm. Man, a lot of ugly people with motorcycles, huh? But what about David Hasselhoff? (laughs) (laughs) Never! Well, he was injured when a gust of wind caused him to lose control of his motorcycle, fractured his lower back, and broke multiple ribs. Um, it's, a very, <laughs> it's a very Hoff image to picture him on the motorcycle and then getting blown off and be like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh-oh. Okay, this one's going to scare both of you. Billy Joel. No! <laughs> Not my okay, Billy! It's scared Jackie. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about Billy Joel. <laughs> 1982. Apparently, his injuries required surgery, and fans jammed up Presbyterian Hospital's phone lines calling to see if he was okay. I mean, I imagine that was like right beaten age, though, for him, right? That was, that's gotta be a DUI. I imagine that was covered <laughs> up, right? That yeah, was- probably. So, in other words, you know, le- live and learn, Billy Joel. Mm hmm. And, of course, Gary Busey. We all know about Gary Busey's crash that changed his mind forever. Mm-hmm. Changed his brain. Yeah, but now he's more fun. <laughs> <laughs> now he is a lot more fun. Fun, yeah. Fear. False experience appearing real. <laughs> I. That is the best thing of all time. Really is. Love that man. All right, it's time for Blind Items. Oh, we can't, <laughs> we can't see, see him. <laughs> You guys kind of got it. You kind of got it. Kind of, sort of. We can also fix this in post. We can fix okay. it in post. Okay. Yeah, so we might have to just from now on just to do it, and the listener will be none the wiser. I like it. Magic. 
This is going to be an all Hollywood rumor blind item roundup. I love it. Of course, we haven't been talking a whole lot about all the Hollywood goings on because we don't really, you guys know. Yeah. You know, everyone, (laughs) everyone knows what's going on. There's been a lot. But, and over the years, we've actually talked about a couple of these quite a bit before they came out. We were kind of putting the the feelers out there just a little bit. Kevin Spacey looking at you. Mm -hmm. Oof. But I've got some blind items as to what may happen in the future. This first one is very interesting. This former 80s actor will be keeping all the money for himself and then revealing someone who already died if his idea goes according to plan because he was already paid off by the people who said that he was going to expose the one who he should be naming he won't. 80s star. Hmm. 80s actor. Part of a duo. Not Corey. Corey Feldman. Wow. You know, because Corey Feldman's been making a lot of big stink lately how he's going to start naming people. Well, I saw multiple blind items that the only people he's going to name are already dead because the people who are living already paid him off. Uh Uh-huh. That, I guess that makes sense. I wonder if he has like NDAs where he can't name them. Oh yeah, right? no, no, he has he has absolutely ironclad NDAs because they paid him settlements. I see, but of in course, exchange for his silence. I mean, the, the man hasn't worked in a really long time. Now he's got this band. What else has he been doing? Obviously, he made the fucking money from somewhere. But mm-hmm. you know what? If he got if he wants to do it, I say let him do it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, name name the hell out of them, and then when the rest of them die, name them. Well, let's go for another one. This one is not surprising as for who the perpetrator is, but rather who the victim is. Uh-huh. What former A-plus list actor, actually, you know what? I'm not going to say former. What current A-plus list actor, everybody knows who this guy is, who is currently starring in a franchise, but in the past has starred in two other franchises, is consulting with his lawyers about coming forward about that billionaire mogul raping him several decades ago. Tom Cruise? No. That's what I was going to say. No, not at all. This He's a normal dude. He's a guy that we all like and love. We all know him. We all love him. He's been his current, uh, his current uh, franchise is two movies in. Uh, his last franchise had three movies. It was a trilogy. And his first franchise had just two movies. <laughs> it's like a story problem. <laughs> <laughs> Keanu Reeves? Yes! Wow, Jackie, I can't believe you got that from that clue. <laughs> I think it's because of speed, right? <laughs> Wasn't it only two speeds? No, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh. That was the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he wasn't in Speed 2, if I remember correctly. I um, think just Sandra Bullock came back for Speed 2. No! The first... The first one is, uh, yeah, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. The second one is The Matrix. And the current one is John Wick. Wow. And the billionaire mogul is David Geffen. Damn. No, not Keanu Reeves. I love him so much. We all do. Yeah. But that's the interesting thing that's going on. That's why a lot of this stuff, a lot of it, a lot more of it is showing up in the blind items because now people are starting to talk to lawyers. Uh And so there's more people getting involved in this stuff. So it leaks more. Holy shit. Can you imagine how many more stories there are that we have not yet heard? There are so many more that are showing up in the blind items. Ones that 
you don't want to admit ones that are a little like uh but they kind of make sense as well uh-huh. uh like for example like uh George Clooney is showing up fairly often. You're like, yeah, I can see that. One of the weirdest ones is Larry King. Apparently, Larry King carries around a roll of $100 bills and offers women $100 if he can touch them. And I'm not sure if it's like grabbing or anything like that or if it's like touching them on any specific place. It might just be like a poke. I mean, that's a... (laughs) (laughs) You go, Jackie. You know what I'm going to say. You want to touch my shoulder and give me a hundred bucks? You have it. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I'm not surprised to, this is maybe judgmental, but I feel like I'm not surprised to hear that Larry King might be a creep. Yeah, I don't think that's judgmental. That dude looks like a fucking textbook creep. (laughs) It's the suspenders. And the glasses. And the glasses. And his shoulders. And his shoulders. He's got creep shoulders. Creep shoulders. Creep glasses. Creep outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a a couple more that, uh, um, that I can't, I mean, that's what there are. So many. There are that many. Like, there's a couple that are like slipping my mind right now. But none of the ones that you might like, uh, for example, like David Duchovny isn't showing up at all because that's not David Duchovny's thing. David Duchovny loves to fuck, but he does not. Li- he's. It's not a power thing, you know. And that's the thing because most of these guys, it's not about sex. It's about power. And David Duchovny loves to fuck. <laughs> that's actually such a helpful distinction because people keep. I think people are conflating rapists with. Sex and no. it's like people are like, oh, like Weinstein was like, oh yeah, I guess I'm a sex addict. No, like, nope, no, nope, nope, two different things. Not even close. This is something that I've learned through uh, last podcast on the left. Actually, is that like a lot of these guys, you know, like rapists? It's not about sex at all. In fact, a lot of them don't even ejaculate during the whole thing. It's about power. It's about the power that they hold over another human being. That's what gets them off. Uh, David Duchovny, people like him, he likes to fuck consenting. <laughs> adult women and he is a sex addict he does hurt people along the way but he just loves to fuck yeah Yeah. but red shoe diaries oh my lord love it (laughs) and yeah being being a person who isn't good to your partners because you like to fuck um but if you're doing it consensually i'll take that uh I don't need to, like, shoot you into the sun, whereas everyone else (laughs) needs to be shot into the sun. Because really, I mean, at the end of the day, that's his business. Right. You know, that sort of thing. Like, right. if he's if he's kind of a dick uh, to women, that's between him and the women. Right. That's not my business. Right. You know, I'm not I'm not going to judge that. I don't, I don't have any fucking thing to do with that. Right, right. Uh, Cheating, being a bad husband, like, all of these are in a very different category than Does not, not deserve to consent. be shot into the sun, as you say. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. right. That's fine. We can goss. Oh, we can goss. But we can't judge. Yes. I'm really, I've been digging on all the Tom Hanks good guy memes that have been coming out. Um, mm-hmm. that, that it's just like, it's like Tom Hanks is accused of being too nice to everyone. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I start reading shit about Tom Hanks, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, I know. No, there, there are some people, I, I saw another one, it's like Mr. Rogers accused of uh, like, Hugging children or just like or making them feel not quite so alone. <laughs> I always thought that that photograph that people love of Mr. Rogers flipping with what with his middle finger up. I always thought that was like a shameful thing of where he lost his shit on camera or something. And so I always avoided it because I was like, I can't know if he ever did anything wrong. I can't know. And it turns out he was just 
naming the fingers. Yeah. And then he started laughing because he knew that it was funny, which is ten times more charming than I could have even hoped. <laughs> That's what it is. He's like, oh, look. Oh, no, oh, I did. Oh, oopsie doodle. Don't pay attention to that, kids. <laughs> and then finally, this one is very interesting and one that I think we've all been waiting for for a long time. What cult leader is in panic mode because there are several famous women, all of whom have left the cult, lining up to come forward about him sexually assaulting and harassing them. Who are these ladies, you ask? Well, it's a singer celebrity spawn, the celebrity spawn's eldest child, a sitcom and reality TV star, and a quirky Oscar-nominated actress. Singer celebrity spawn is like a really distracting phrase. Yes. It's very strange. <laughs> Just move on. For, let's start with the cult leader. Okay, cult leader. What celebrity cult leader is this? I mean, what, who's the biggest one around? Is it a Scientology thing? It's, yeah. Is it Tom Cruise? Oh, no, I can't do Tom. it's the guy that runs all of Scientology. David Miscavige. Oh. Well, if, yeah. I mean, of course, they're going to cover They cover all the tracks. But well, who's the spawn? The spawn, Lisa Marie Presley. Uh, oh. The celeb spawn's eldest child, Riley Keogh. Or is it Keogh? I looked up this Riley Keogh. I didn't really, apparently she's a big deal now, but. She's the spawn of Lisa Marie Presley? Looks just like her, too. I believe it's Keogh. It's Keogh. <laughs> I believe Keogh. so. Yep. Now <laughs> she's uh, in the girlfriend experience. She was one of the girls in Mad Max. Oh, okay. Like one of the, yeah, uh, one of the hot ones. Great. Oh, she was in It Comes at Night. Okay. Cool. cool. Also, speaking well, of being wrong, I was also wrong about Eric Stoltz before. His name is Ethan Stifle, which <laughs> is very similar to Eric Stoltz. I'm throwing it out there. Also a ginger. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> and then uh, you got Leah Remini and Juliette Lewis. You know, they've. you notice these are all the women that have left Scientology, and it turns out they may be coming together to all take down David Miscavige together. And we've heard about these ladies in the blind items before. Ooh, yeah. How are they going to do it, though? How are they possibly going to take that down? Is it because of, like, like since Weinstein's happening, they think that, like, then they could go after Miscavige? Because it's like, those are, ch- that's another, like, I mean, he owns everything. They do own quite a bit, but that can always give Scientology another big black eye because Scientology has a fair amount of black eyes, but they do not have a sex scandal black eye. Wait, you talking about Will Smith? (laughs) 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 They do not have one in any way whatsoever. So... This could be a big deal. This could be a good thing. This could put them on the run because they're still like in business. But shit like this could cause less and less people to join Scientology. Uh huh. Right. That's what has to. They have to. They have to die out. Basically. Yeah, right. Pretty much at this point, there's people that are so ingrained in it. Uh, and I've seen you know just weird shit like the younger generation, like me and Henry, went to the. Uh, off is the the history of psychiatry museum uh, that's run by Scientology. It's in L.A. It's in Hollywood, actually, uh, and it is a Scientology funded anti psychiatry museum. And it's it, like shows all of the quote unquote horrors of psychiatry. It blames the Holocaust 
on psychiatry. Uh, it blames all sorts of shit. It blames uh, 9-11 on psychiatry. <laughs> it blames every mass shooting that ever happened on psychiatry. Wow. Uh, and they show all these, like, torture devices and, like, shock treatment. The shock treatment exhibit is actually pretty cool because they have, like, the shock treatment thing on a mannequin, and you can go and press the button, and it shocks them. <laughs> it's... They make it pretty interactive and pretty fun. Uh, but we were there, and me and Henry are, of course, like, we're goofing around and, you know, having a good time and everything. But there were these three teenage girls that were taking the tour with us, or, like, they were just in the museum because you kind of go, like, you kind of wander on your own. Uh, they were terrified. They thought it was all real. Like, they had been told. They had obviously been dropped off by their parents, uh, and they were obviously all, like, raised Scientologists. They were taking all this stuff as fact uh, and that's how these Scientologists keep going and it's only when they get older that they start to see that maybe some of this stuff is bullshit will you guys abandon me if I join Scientology uh, we're gonna have a good talking to <laughs> <laughs> you're definitely gonna get a real good talking to but at the same time you're gonna be SP so maybe maybe this isn't gonna work out I'm gonna start my own Scientology celebrity gossip thing but only talk about what they want me to talk about <laughs> <laughs> I mean, excuse the terminology but I think we might have to have a come to Jesus meeting oh yeah yeah you're gonna have to get me into that kind of religious talk Ain't I no would so God. much rather you be a Christian than a Scientologist <laughs> yeah you would be a fun Christian you'd be fine you'd be fine with that oh my god I love singing <laughs> Is there a lot of singing in Scientology? Uh, Spaghetti well, monster they... in the sky. Aaron <laughs> Hubbard is my new lover. <laughs> it's gonna yeah, that's about right. Yeah, they had a jazz fusion band in the 70s. Ooh. Really? Yeah, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's it. for uh, This is our first experiment with, uh, yeah, Coast to Coast, Back Coastal, page seven. It I'm begun. so happy to be back. I yeah, I've just too. been bursting at the goddamn seams out here. Uh, I miss you guys, and this is gonna be awesome. And man, and now uh, we're back to weekly shows, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. We're we here. missed you, and now we're back. We're back together again. And don't forget, everyone, look up the uh, J Lo video with LL Cool J. Yes. All I have. I gotta do that right now. Yes. Yeah. And if you want some super stupid shit, watch Riverdale on Netflix. Yes. Yeah. Love you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work. Tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, then you should know these three numbers. 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One. Because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25.
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 